This is Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show, and Ella's Leash Production. Heard as a podcast around the world, but heard first on radio stations 100.7 WHUD-FM and 920-1260 and 1420-AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Shine On, bringing you healers and dreamers and people who want to make life richer. It's your time to shine on. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shine On. I hope you're doing great. Um, today, we're going to talk about past lives. I know, it's a subject I usually avoid. But before we talk about past lives, can we talk about Manifest? It was a TV show that was on NBC, and now the first two seasons, two out of three seasons, are on Netflix. So I've been binging Manifest. And what I love about Manifest, it kind of reminds me of Stranger Things. But it's not... Yeah, it has that same feeling to it. Like, there's contact with the mysteries of life, but we can't quite explain it. Anyway, I love it. I'm binging. And guess what I just found out? The actor who plays the father lives in my town. And I'm not going to tell you his name because if you stalk him, I don't want you to be in line in front of me. No, I'm not a stalker. I really am very, very, very shy around celebrities because I generally say something stupid. (laughs) And you are so not surprised. But anyway, I'm enjoying Manifest. So if you're looking for something to binge this summer, I suggest that. And there's lots of talk on the internet about Netflix had the opportunity to create a season four, but they said no. I don't know if they really said no, if they're just riding this publicity train. Because really, you can't believe everything you hear. The spirit could be working in the background. I don't know. It's just fun. Speaking of fun, I know this wonderful woman named Cheryl Johnson. We've met on many different occasions, and every time we meet, she introduces herself to me. And I'm like, Cheryl, you got to stop that, because I know who you are. Cheryl actually has a job in, in television in New York behind the scenes. And I met her because she's a volunteer at Second Chance Foods and often drives food to my food pantry. Pretty cool chick. Can we say chick? I don't think we can say chick anymore. Pretty cool lady, this Cheryl Johnson. And she's Cheryl Johnson with a SH in her Cheryl. And we're going to do more things in the future. She's going to come to the Market on the River and do a circle with us there in the little Healer's Village. And we'll also schedule a Zoom with Cheryl, too. But you've heard me say so many times, I don't really need to know about my past lives because I've got so much going on in this life right here. However, I'm interested in exploring it for a few minutes. I could believe if someone told me I was a sumo wrestler in a past life, that would explain like the enormity of my thighs since birth. Seriously, for a petite person, there's no explaining. Cheryl Johnson, you've been talking about past lives for quite some time now. Yeah, I was interested in the 80s, and that's when I started exploring. My stepfather was really influential, giving us books and stuff. And then, I'm going to say in 2009, I was all of a sudden awakened. (laughs) 
and which could be traumatic in and of itself. Um, every night, spirits would come to me and teach me and guide me on my own healing journey, which is extremely important for a spiritual healer to go through their own stuff. Not to say I'm done, but, you know, it's always a process. So from then on, I've been doing this sort of work. Yeah, but also I do heal. I do believe in healing in this life, too. Of course, going to traumas um, that have happened in this incarnation is extremely important, but some Sometimes there's just unexplained things or you just can't get to the root of your issues, which might be from a past life. That's why you have this life is to keep continue working, you know, on your stuff. So what we need to do is clear up this life we're having right now so we can go into the next life a little cleaner, maybe. Exactly. A hundred percent. And that's the whole thing. Yeah. When the spirits started coming to you in the night in 2009, were you what? How did you feel? Traumatized? Yes. Yes, I was. (laughs) Did I wake up at 2.30 in the morning and Google psychosis? Yes. But at the same time, it was, they just come at night, but also I was awake and um, a friend of mine, a dear friend, the kind of dear friend that you haven't seen for 17 years, who lives 500 miles away, but you're still good friends, is a psychiatrist and a really gifted shaman. And he used to come in the astral world and take me on journeys, and I could text him the next day and ask, did this happen? Did we blah, 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 what did we do? And he would confirm it. So that was really the validation that I needed. Okay, so this is like in manifest, like you're both getting the same calling? Yes, yes. (laughs) Yes. Okay, yeah. Okay, doke. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's deep. <laughs> and I don't mean to make light of it, but, you know, no, how, how did he feel about this? He's like, oh, you know, I got friends all over the world here, Cheryl. I don't need, need to be tripping with you every night. Um, <laughs> or, or, or did he, you know, was he surprised to get your call to say, hey, no. I think we journeyed last night? No, no, this is what he does. Yes, he's very, um, very much does this, does it for people because um, I'm not going to put words in his my mouth, but my belief would be that the more people who become spiritual healers, the better for this earth. Sure. Right? So, you know, I, I would believe that this is one of his purposes. And he has talked to me about, you know, if I say, wow, I was really flippant when I found out, you know, when we talked to his spirit, and he's like, yeah, that's really common. So that would lead me to believe that he does this on an ongoing basis with you know, different people. All right. So, yeah, and I would imagine that part of a shaman's life is dedicated to helping people along, right? Um, exactly, exactly. We're going to talk about past lives and, and how to maybe uh, get in touch with them in a minute. But first, I want to know, you say you went through your own stuff. Can you mm-hmm. touch on that a little bit and tell us what that was about? Sure. I mean, everyone has their, you know, what they're born with, what they need to work through. I don't want to get too personal, but I was just taken on a journey of really, I think the most important thing is to address it and go into the emotion, the deep emotion you feel and not push it aside because every time you push it aside, you're creating, you know, kind of energy blockages and you're not working through it. You're not realizing if you stay, this is also really a Buddhist idea that you stay with the emotion and feel it and really truly feel it and then you it clears you get to the other side of it and realize that wasn't so horrible but if you live with it for a very long time and don't address it don't go through it then it can eat you up basically so it was kind of like learning that but I also I was shown about five or six past lives which (laughs) 
<laughs> let's just say I wasn't great, and that you know took a while. But it made me realize why I'm exper- why I have experienced things in this life. It's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. you know, it just kind of makes sense. Kind of like why do bad things happen to good people, sort of thing. It's like, okay, I take responsibility. I did such and such in a past life. I don't remember it. I, you know, whatever. But I'm learning from it, and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. Is the most important thing is what lesson can you learn even if you don't know a past life assume that something happened in a past life and really ask yourself what can I learn from this experience what's a good you know thing for me to learn to come away from it when you say you had five or six you were shown five or six past lives that weren't that great was the yeah. whole life not great or were there just a few bad moments in some of them I was a good person I was a spiritual healer but then something traumatic happened and I turned my back on spirit mm-hmm. you know rather Rather than if I'm a spiritual healer, then if something bad happens, one would think that you would go with spirit and realize this bad things happen in life. It's just how life is. But I turned away from it. So that's my learning. You know, one of my learnings that happened in a couple of past lives. And one of my things to address is that bad things do happen. That's just life. And just to go with that and not turn away. You know, not feel that you're being punished, not feel, you know, anything like that. Sure, in one or two lives, I just was not a good person, you know, and slowly getting the lessons from those past lives. Right. Just like in Manifest, Michaela didn't listen to one of the callings once and things really went sideways. So always, (laughs) always turn to spirit. Um, Exactly. That's exactly it. In terms of past lives, does Mm -hmm. each life get better if we do the work? I've studied Buddhism. I've looked into Hinduism, which is really similar to what I do. You know, there's very various ideas and beliefs on karma and what karma actually is and how it actually works. So what I'm going to say, I just want to, you know, clarify is my belief right now from my clients and from my own experience. What I believe with karma is that we are on our soul's journey forward um, for whatever reason, don't quite know what happens. Do we merge back with the source? I'm not sure. But I feel that our journey is to understand love in all, everything. Love that we're all one, we're all equal. Um, that includes all sentient beings, it includes nature, everything. And having said that, I I don't believe, because I haven't seen it, that say you were a bad person five incarnations ago. You might not be walloped the next incarnation. You might um, get some of that karma, but not the whole thing. And then through your lifetimes, subsequent lifetimes, you might get smaller lessons. Um, That's just what I've seen, like I said. To me, karma is cause and effect, especially when accompanied by strong intentions or emotions, and it's a spirit's learning tool for us, for our soul's growth. It's not as much like punishment, you know, like the punishing God kind of thing. It's more to direct... You know, I don't, from my understanding, spirit does not want to wallop you. (laughs) You know, they want you to grow. So if in your next incarnation, having it all come down on you won't be in your highest good. It might need to be, you know. I do believe that you, that's a hard question. I, I, because I'm an optimist, do want to say that you... (laughs) Um, you know, get better and better and better, grow and grow and grow, and it, you know, but sometimes a lifetime can have you fall back. 
Okay. All right. So, you know. so this is starting to really make sense to me. We're talking to spiritual teacher. We're talking to spiritual teacher Cheryl Johnson. It. I love hearing that spirit uh, doesn't want to wallop us in the next lifetime because that would just be horrible. But spirit does want to be benevolent and help us learn the lesson. Yeah. Right? Yes. Help us learn yes, the lesson. Yes, that's the point. And exactly. Maybe, and maybe, you know, the, the payment comes back in, in different little segments over the next several lifetimes. I like that. But I also like the idea that, you know, if we keep doing well and we keep working on our, on our stuff, that lifetimes would get easier because it wouldn't serve us. We, we'd have no reason to have, be good now, <laughs> right, if it mm-hmm. didn't help us elevate later. I understand. Yeah. You know, it depends on, it's interesting because, so just for an example, this comes up often, this type of thing. So this is not one client, but just kind of a uh, an example. If someone struggles in this lifetime with low self-esteem, say they feel less than because of their social status, their career, their economic status, whatever, they, they basically equate their self-worth with all of that, um, they lo- and they look up to people with money or who are more beautiful, you know, that sort of thing. They really, what's happening is that they don't fully understand that we're all equal. Right. Um, this would be their karma because most likely in a past incarnation, they may have died destitute, homeless, you know, died of hunger, and dying with deep belief that they were worthless, mm-hmm. like worth less than others, that could be one thing that they're continuing to learn, to finally get to the point of, wait a second, I'm just as worthy as anybody here. Mm-hmm. And um, Or it could the flip side could be that they, in the past life, owned slaves. They're really wealthy, owned slaves, and did not see them as people, saw themselves as higher than the you know, then we're lowly, and they they would need to come back and learn again that everyone's equal, right. and learn to look at everyone with love, and to really experience that, not pity people, not you know think of them as less than. Now, um, you said you have a message that you feel strongly about, and that's helping people overcome difficulties they're having now with spiritual yeah. healing. So so let's talk about that. What is it you want people to know? So it really can be so what happens is if you have a trauma in this lifetime or in a from a past life or both, um it's really you could go to talk therapy for basically 20 years and of course it helps them really really back up talk therapy and often I've asked clients to go to therapy if they're going to you know come to me at the same time it's important but there's a missing element because it's body mind spirit so the spiritual side isn't being healed so often like as we've been talking you carry the emotional traumas from past lives or from this life in your spiritual body so it's really important to um, get the spiritual healing, and it doesn't take a lot. It's not like you're going to go for 20 years, you know, um, but the healing at the time of trauma, that's another thing that I do and other spiritual healers do, go back to the time of trauma, to the age when it happened, go to that time and heal you at that time of trauma. Um, you know, that really does have a huge effect and if necessary then go back to the seed in a past incarnation of why your experience what your experience in this lifetime and heal at that time okay you know it really can be very very important 
if someone has in this life an unexplained, like, just fear of fire. Like, there's no reason why they should just be so fearful. And they can't, they can't think of it. No one in their family, they're like, you know, have no idea. It often is from a past life, and it could have been very possibly that they might have died in a house fire. Uh, and I've worked with clients who were accused of being witches and were burnt, and they died with deep emotions of panic and terror, of course. So that would be greatly alleviated, and it has been. You know, I've helped clients with this going back to that time and healing at that time of death and after death and often spirit guides come with me and angels and really do a healing on that person at that time and then the angels bring the soul up to the white light so then that would help with that fear in this life to go through that experience so cheryl johnson when you're working with the person and you're having what do you call it past life regression is that what you call it I just call mine soul healing because I, if someone comes to me, I will sit intuitively and, you know, be told what is best for them at this time. And then either I'm taken to their, usually to this life and shown their traumas. And then if necessary, I'm taken to a past life. But yeah, other people do call that, I believe, past life regression. Okay. So how do you tell the woman or man sitting across from you? I imagine this happens in person. Mm-hmm. How do you say, oh, there was that time in that life you were burned as a witch you know how, how do those words come out and how does that go over well I yep <laughs> so if someone comes to me they at least a lot of times they have gone to other healing you know type of like Reiki or they just really believe in this sort of thing so it kind of just makes sense to them <laughs> Like, I really haven't, you know, the worst is, that's not hard. The worst is when you say, well, you're kind of a bad person. (laughs) So I'll say, and it's the truth, you know what? We all were. If we've lived, I don't know, how long has man been on this earth? It's more than likely you've had more than a few lives, right? Right. So, and it's also more than likely that you might not have been the best person in one of those lives. No. So, you know, so I just like, sometimes I'll say, you know, if you knew my past lives really yeah. I, was, you know, I wasn't all that great in the 80s <laughs> yeah. exactly exactly so you know I just kind of bring levity you know and also there's no shame or embarrassment like that doesn't help you know to feel shame or embarrassed about past actions is that really helping your soul growth no you know right. just again addressing it and saying okay you know I understand that. And also then that gets you, I'm not saying if someone here in this life has done a bad thing that they should be excused for their behavior. Not at all. But it's understanding. Right. But You know, being able to understand and love that person, you know, even if they've done something horrific. Right. And that's what spirit's for. Spirit, you know, if we're going to follow this thread and have this belief system, spirit is the one that's helping us correct clean up our our energy really exactly exactly and that's what karma is about right that's just the tool but yeah that's the goal you know they again they don't want to punish you just to punish you it's just to guide get you on the right path sometimes something bad in life happens it's because they're like you know they'll place a boulder in your path and you lost your job you lost your career it's not a punishment it's because they want you to do another career it's like well you've been on the wrong life path you're you're supposed to go over and start your own nursery school or you know whatever what about getting sick in this lifetime 
Yeah, I see people with autoimmune, you know, because that stress, that stress from trauma, a lot of times it's just blocked energy. It's not fully working through your traumas rather than, you know, suppressing them. So that's how, like in my case, there's some people who do work with the physical body, you know, the in the spirit form. Mine is more emotional and mental, but that in and of itself can start the process of healing the physical body, you know, is to work on those clogs, the imbalance, the energy that's kind of stuck, you know, because it stays in your in your spiritual body. That's how I work with that aspect. So, so we came into this lifetime with stuff in our spiritual body from other lifetimes. Yes, in our aura, yeah. Ooh, that seems so unfair. Like any little baby coming into this world shouldn't be bringing aura gunk with them. I know, right? It's How terrible. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. Can you spot it? Can you sense it? You know, to be honest with you, like if I meet someone on the street, I am not... I kind of have protected myself, but the minute that I mean my clients sent the intention for their healing, then I'm shown that. That's where my intuition comes through or my psychic ability comes through and I'm shown like right now at this moment, what's the best thing for them to work on? You know, like if the intention was to heal their autoimmune disorder, I'm not going to place my hands on them and do, you know, healing and they get up off, you know, and, and they're fine, but I will be shown what caused it and do healings for that. You know, what are the deep emotions, what's behind it kind of thing. Even with, like, so my idea is, like, even with a lot, I think 60-some-odd percent of women have uterine fibroids. Like, what is that to me? There's They don't know what the cause is because, you know, it's Western medicine, which I think is great, but there's also the spiritual aspect. So what's the spiritual aspect? Could it be, you know, um, feeling... Um, Feelings of, you know, how society in general has treated women from movies, from TV shows, from magazine articles, that whole thing, from comments. Could there be anger? Could there be deep emotions that, you know, kind of get caught in the um, in the uterus? You can't put your hands in, on someone and heal them. But, yeah. But also, too, I think the, the, the healing is also part of the journey of... Yes. Awakening the journey of, exactly, exactly um, the soul's growth. Yeah, that's and yes, forming. Yes, and I'm not saying exactly. That's exactly it. Like if someone were healed, you know, like a miracle. Not to say it hasn't happened. Perhaps they would have learned what they needed to learn from that miracle. But I do believe in slowly. You know, it's a procedure. Mm-hmm. Learning as you go on kind of thing. You know what? That makes sense, too, because I'm sure there are instantaneous healing miracles, and those, too, would be part of someone's growth. It's for exactly to take forward. In the time we have left, I want to make sure you've got your message across to anyone who's listening with with unexplained fears, phobias, or, or anything at all. What can they do to help themselves? You know, some people going to a spiritual healer or shaman just isn't for them. Or they don't have the money or the resources. I understand that. So what I was thinking is that, um, for instance, if you are extremely claustrophobic, I would suggest not doing it by yourself. I wouldn't want to put someone in that situation, but maybe with a therapist, 
they could imagine, if it came from a past life, imagine what happened to them. And often when you imagine, it's really your intuition kind of telling you what did happen. And then just go with that. Work with the therapist as they would with you if it had happened in this lifetime to um, work through your fears of that. You know, however it is, there's, there's ways of doing the work without going to an intuitive or spiritual healer. You know, just assuming it happened in a past life, imagining what it could have been, and working through that. You have the fear, does it really matter what the source is? But just kind of working through that. So, But I would definitely say with a therapist, especially if it's a really, you know, you don't want to have someone do it on their own and go into anxiety or panic. Mm -hmm. We could spend many more episodes uh, talking about this subject, but until then, let's tell people how they can get in touch with you. I call my healing soul healing. I'm at soulhealinghudsonvalley.com or my email is soulhealinghb at gmail. That's Cheryl Johnson, soul healer. We'll be doing more with her soon. I'm Casey. I love spending time with you. Our thought for the day is actually a big chunk of lyrics from the Indigo Girls song Galileo. Pop that into your playlist sometime this weekend. Galileo's head was on the block. The crime was looking up the truth. And as the bombshells of my daily fears explode, I try to trace them to my youth. And then you had to bring up reincarnation over a couple of beers the other night. And now I'm serving time for mistakes made by another in another lifetime. How long till my soul gets it right? Shine on. You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show for your entertainment only. Heard Sunday mornings on 100.7 WHUD and 920, 1260 and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Subscribe to Shine On on iTunes and SoundCloud and catch a show anytime at Casey.co. That's K-A-C-E-Y dot C-O. Shine On.